That's two games in a row, ladies and gentlemen. Two games in a row with the Golden State Warriors with two-tenths of a second remaining win. And the Splash Brothers are responsible for both of those game winners. We had Clay Thompson hitting the massive shot against the Kings. And then tonight, in one of the wildest endings I've certainly seen in the NBA, it's Stephen Curry saving the day with a game winner that was disputed because Draymond Green touched the rim, but then Josh Giddy hit the net. And just like that, the Golden State Warriors are 5-1. and one. Come join the party. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. you for making locked on warriors your first listen every day we're free and available wherever you get podcasts and right here on youtube in fact the only place you're going to get our live shows is right here on youtube we're part of the locked on podcast network your team every day today's episode is brought to you by prize picks the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports go to prizepicks.com slash locked on nba and use the code all lowercase locked on nba for a first deposit match up to $100. You can follow me, Cyrus Sotsis, on threads at Dog Wild. The program is still sorted on Twitter at Locked on Dubs. Welcome to the program. This was a hell of a game. The I, Look, the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I started the show right away, so apologies if I don't have every stat necessary, but what I have in front of me right now shows that the Oklahoma City Thunder in tonight's game shot 60.2% from the field. That is insanity. I mean, that is efficiency. The Golden State Warriors themselves shot 53.8% from the field. Normally when a team shoots that good, oh yeah, they also shot 45% from three, the, your Golden State Warriors. Normally when you shoot the ball that damn good, it's not a close game. But the OKC Thunder, they responded again, shooting 60.2% from the field, 51.7% from deep, but the Golden State Warriors. And I saw something in the chat saying how, uh, right here, I, I found it, yes, from Hongrei Lee. Last year, he writes, they lost these kinds of close games on the road. This year, they're winning. It is not a coincidence, folks. The Golden State Warriors bench outscored the OKC Thunders bench 57-37. to 37. And look, there were moments where this game was frustrating. I mean, the OKC Thunder looked like they couldn't miss a shot. Josh Giddy in the fourth quarter, every time he penetrated the paint, that ball just went in. But you saw some phenomenal performances by the Golden State Warriors it was this a type of game this is the type of game where you see the resolve you're also starting to see who Steve Kerr is trusting a little more uh Gary Payton the second is finishing games Jonathan Kaminga for the second time this year finishing games this was utter and uh in, in, in pure insanity I, I I'm at a loss for words which is not a good thing to experience when you're hosting a podcast like this um yeah and I, and, and regardless in terms of the in-season tournament, these two teams were playing hard. Uh, I could just be jokingly saying this, but when you actually are offering $500,000 to every team, and a lot of those OKC players are not playing under big contracts right now. They're young. They're on rookie deals. That five hundred dollars don't know if that's incentive. Who knows? But the OKC Thunder were giving it their all tonight. And for this Warriors team to be responding the way they are with the number of aging players they have, I am stoked. 
Uh, Matt Brotherton, uh, great to hear from you writing one of the best games I've ever seen wholeheartedly with you. That was a thriller and then some. Uh, and again, I don't know if ever in NBA history, if someone in the chat can answer this, I don't know if it's ever happened. Two straight games where with two-tenths of a second remaining, you hit game-winning shots? I mean, how the hell was Clay Thompson usurped just one game later by Stephen Curry? Regardless, the Splash Brothers are back, folks. What are the, this was a phenomenal game. Bravo, <laughs> Ed Chang. Bravo to the Golden State Warriors. Ed Chang writes, just tells you Kerr is watching Locked On Warriors. <laughs> I hope he is, man. And I want to give him his kudos this year. Uh, for one year, as, as long as I've been covering this team, I criticized Kerr. That was last year. He is doing a marvelous job. Uh, and, and we're going to get to the stats in just a second. But, yeah, Michael Wells, great call. They won this game with IQ. They, they, they And that's the bottom line. They, they just made slightly less mistakes. Uh, they, oh, look at Laura. What's up, my girl? Good to see you. You're you're chiming in straight from England. But this was a game, I agree, where, where, uh, where it was basketball smarts. It was a lot of it came down to who wanted it more. And this Golden State Warriors team, I don't want to look ahead to next Wednesday. I believe that's the, the, the game on the road against the Nuggets. I'm, I'm excited for that because that is going to be a big test. The Warriors, for the first time in their dynasty last year, were shut out by a team and by a Western Conference team. The Nuggets swept that series 4-0. I cannot wait to see that game. That's coming up soon. But for now, we're celebrating tonight. The Golden State Warriors again defeating the OKC Thunder on a game winner by uh, Stephen Curry. And let me just go to the stats real quick. And I also have a lot of notes to, to share with each of you. I will also try my best to get to all the chat that I can. It's a lot harder when I'm solo. Um, Andre FRBK, man, you are a huge supporter of the show. We call you the everydayers. You're here every day, writes, uh, you're proud of Jonathan Kaminga. You're absolutely right. In fact, I wrote in my notes about Kaminga. Um, I think in, for the game altogether, Kaminga finished tonight uh, with, I believe, three turnovers. Yes. And I think those were all in the first half. And I made a note about how at least the first two turnovers were just ticky tack. Like he's not making, he's not committing turnovers that are egregious. Like he's just committing turnovers that I think with experience will go away. And, and what I mean by that is the two turnovers he had tonight, the first two, at least one of them was him having his foot on the line. That's a, you know, that's a turnover you see from all sorts of players every game. Um, and then, and then the other, uh, the second one was a travel. Uh, and we've seen a lot of players get called for that. Clay Thompson got, got called for a pivotal travel late in this game. So Kaminga's turnovers are a little, you know, eh. But look, he was in the game at the end for a very good reason. Although I guess technically he was in the game defensively uh, at the end. And then uh, Steve Kerr brings in Moses Moody on the offensive side. Look, Steve, Coach Kerr, if you are getting this message, love the job you're doing this year. I cannot thank you enough for the faith you are putting into your, your young players and to Gary Payne II, a player who just two years ago didn't even make the final roster. Gary Payne II went through the waiver wire before the Warriors realized, yeah, maybe we should keep him. And then the rest is history. Oh, yeah, they also didn't re-sign him. He had to go to Portland to get his big dollars. But now he's back and doing marvelous things. Jonathan Kaminga, by the way, tonight, his stat line, he played 22 minutes in this game, was 9 for 15 from the field. He made a lot of key buckets uh, driving into the paint. I mean, he's one of their biggest players. And he's realizing more and more, I think, from what I'm observing, that he can get away with whatever he wants if he actually just attacks. I mean, he is so fast. He's so athletic. Uh, you know, he is a tall human being. He's listed as 6'8", I believe. Um, you know, he's a long player. He has a healthy wingspan. When Jonathan Kaminga 
attacks, when he's aggressive. You, there was a sequence in the game where Chris Paul pulled him aside and, and had a brief conversation with him. And I'm guessing that's the message that was conveyed to him. It's like, kid, you are damn good. Don't hesitate. Go do what you want out there because you're going to score buckets. He was hitting a lot of clutch baskets in this game tonight. He finished 9 for 15 from the field. Uh, had two three-point attempts, didn't make either one, um, added just two rebounds. Again, that's a stat that I know people are critical of him. But again, when you're winning the game, who cares? Finished with 19 points, was a plus three in the plus minus. And again, the Warriors bench outscored the Thunder bench 57-37. to 37. Uh, Another player, Chris, Chris Swish. I'm glad you brought this up because I want to give love to both Andrew Wiggins and Clay Thompson. They're, they're turning it around, folks. Uh, you know, whatever negativity you may have heard on this show from anyone else regarding those two players they've turned this ship around and with clay it might have been a mental thing hitting that game winner made him look like a different player he i I didn't see him force one shot tonight every shot he took was in the rhythm of the offense it was mostly a catch and shoot he's looking good wiggins tonight i felt like he simplified things i want to look at the stat sheet because i don't remember him putting up he had one three-point attempt and that's perfect okay like wiggins has been struggling shooting it from deep he simplified things tonight. He was attacking the rim. He was going back to uh, uh, his post game where he literally is just backing down his defender, putting up easy baskets. Uh, I noticed him being an aggressive uh, on the rebounding side. He finished with five rebounds tonight. Wiggins had 17 points uh, from the field. He was six for 11. So kudos to Andrew Wiggins. I'm glad you brought that point up, uh, Chris Swish. He was an, he was a fantastic player uh, in tonight's game. And then Clay Thompson, he has turned it around. Uh, you know, he struggled offensively to start this season hit that game winner at, at, with 0.2 seconds remaining against the Kings, just like Stephen Curry did. Clay Thompson tonight played 33 minutes, was 6 of 10 from the field, was 4 of 6 from beyond the arc, finished the game with 18 points, great defense when needed, added three rebounds. So kudos to, to two fundamentally important players for turning it around, and they're doing it early in the season. Uh, Robert Stengard, why are you writing cheaters? I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, Andre FRBK uh, also brings up another great point. Um, and in fact, Andre, I'm going to hold that comment for when we get back. Uh, I guess I'll read it right now, and then we'll touch on Chris Paul a little more. Andre writes, Chris Paul's 13 assists tonight are the most for a Warriors player off the bench since Keith Jennings in 1994. I don't know if that's true. I haven't done the research myself. I will trust you on that, Andre. But uh, just to, to add to that, Chris Paul this season entering tonight's game was averaging 8.2 assists. I mentioned that on last night's show. Entering tonight's game, that was good for fourth in the NBA. Could you imagine if Chris Paul ends up leading the NBA in assists as their sixth man? Never mind the fact that he's going to win the sixth man uh, award trophy, no problem. But that is just a phenomenal contribution for what is incredibly become this hockey style substitution that Steve Kerr is doing. You have a second unit that is absent, except for you, you might see Steve Kerr integrated sometimes there. I'm sorry. You might see Stephen Curry integrated with the bench. Sometimes there, you might see Draymond or clay uh, staggering minutes with that second unit. But for the most part, that second unit is playing on its own and they are holding their own. Um, this is absolutely incredible. Uh, great game tonight. Look at the, look at the chat. We're over a thousand, run a thousand fifty four. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to have a lot more to discuss. If some sound comes down uh, while we're doing the show, we'll play the sound. But again, Stephen Curry, game winner, two-tenths of a second remaining. Draymond Green uh, was seen on the sideline telling uh, Stephen Curry, my bad. He knew that he potentially cost Steph that game winner by touching the rim. But thank you so much to, uh, was it Josh Giddy who, who hit the net? I believe I already forgot. But thank you to Josh Giddy for also touching the net, uh, certifying 
uh, Stephen Curry's election. I'm kidding. Certifying Stephen Curry's game winner. And the Warriors are now 5-1. and one. We have a lot more to discuss tonight. Got to give some love to those folks that pay the bills, who I cannot thank enough as well. And first up is prize picks. And that's all about daily fantasy made easy, folks. Prize picks is fun. Um, and the premise is very simple. If you're an everydayer of this program, you know the script. You know what I'm going to say. But if you're new to this show, prize picks, again, the premise is all about picking two to five players from any sport that's that they're covering, whether it's NBA, soccer, NFL. And it's all about picking stats. You could pick points. Like, I don't know what Stephen Curry's uh, uh, number was tonight in terms of whether or not you're going to select more or less than. But I'm guessing Stephen Curry's line tonight was 29.5 for points. And all you have to decide is, is he going to score more than that or less than that? And you can mix and match different sports. You could pick Steph and an NFL running back and whether or not they're going to rush for more or less than a certain number of yards. And all you got to do is nail minimum of two players maximum of six players if you if you hit all six you can win up to 25 times what you put in and they've got an awesome promo as well right now uh if you uh, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on nba and use the code locked on nba you can get a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars that means whatever you put in up to a hundred bucks they're gonna match it so you have double which you originally start with. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. You! You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. For the everydayers, I have no idea what's coming up next week. Actually, I kind of do. We'll be back at it Monday. Uh, Kylan Mills will join me. Um, I might go live this weekend. I actually do not have the schedule in front of me. I should do that. Let me look it up real fast because uh, the, the we we go live for every post game show. Uh, should have been more prepared there. This game just completely distracted me with how awesome it was. The Warriors next play Sunday uh, in Cleveland. That's where the road trip takes them next. Uh, Tip-off is at 3 p.m., which means we'll be back on at approximately 5.45 p.m. on Sunday night. I can't wait to see what happens there. Every game's been an absolute thriller. The chat is blowing up. Uh, Andre, I don't know what you're talking about in terms of telling that Pat Riley-looking ref. Uh, (laughs) I think I actually know what you're referring to. But, yeah, the refs were egregious tonight. Um, Looking at the box score again in terms of free throws, there there was a – at least it felt like a considerable discrepancy. In terms of the final numbers, uh, the Warriors had 30 free throw attempts while the Oklahoma, oh, they're, they're tied. Well, OKC also had 30 free throw attempts. So even though it looked a little egregious, they were even at the free throw line. That is a relief. Um, but the Warriors coming out on top again. I don't know why uh, it says 143-139 is the final score on ESPN. That's not right, is it? Okay, thank you. They corrected their website. Uh, it's 141-139 was the final score. Um, and again, Chris Paul, just adding to that again one more time, we're seeing him finish games with this final unit. So far, so damn good. That was absolutely incredible. Uh, Chris from New Zealand, I do agree with you. Uh, if this game was played a year ago, they lose. Um, you know, Draymond's comments, regardless of how controversial they were, considering he was the catalyst for a lot of those uh, chemistry issues last year with that punch, uh, that we shall not repeat, even though I repeat it quite frequently here. Um, but but yeah, you're absolutely right. A year ago, um, they had some serious issues. Shyam uh, Natarajan, I hope I pronounced that correctly, writes, uh, it was asking me what I've heard from Kendrick Perkins on ESPN. Repeated. I have no idea. Um, and thank you, uh, Blasian Warrior, for the kind words there as well. But 
what an incredible uh, game tonight. I'm going to read you some stats uh, in terms of what I have in front of me. Um, let's see if my actual box score, it is present. It is available. Um, Draymond Green. You know, this is a, a very subtle thing that he's been doing. But last game against the Kings, and we saw it again tonight, this back-to-back games, he's hit two three-pointers. And they're clean-looking threes. It's it's uh, it's fascinating. I don't know if it's just a coincidence that he's hitting these threes. I don't know if that's something he's been working on. But Dre had a very complete game tonight, played 29 minutes. He looks like he's in sync again. We saw him doing the flex, which uh, I always love seeing. Usually means good things are happening for the Warriors when he's doing that. Was 5 for 11 from the field. Again, 2 for 4 from beyond the arc. Made all three of his free-throw attempts. Subtle but huge stat right there because uh, – uh, one of those was a, a very clutch one near the end, uh, late fourth quarter. Added five rebounds in this game. Again, I think that rebounding number is going to go up as the season uh, comes along. Um, added three assists, finished with 15 points, was a minus one in the plus minus. Um, the majority of the players tonight on the stat sheet who finished in the plus, uh, meaning when they were out there, they outscored the Thunder, was the bench. Sharich and Kaminga were plus three. Chris Paul, plus six. Gary Payne, the second, plus nine. Dude, Gary Payne, the second, by the way. Maron. I mean, this guy, talk about being a fundamentally important piece for this world championship uh, pursuit this year for five and 10 years. Strive for five. Going to have a, a T-shirt coming out for that for uh, the, the show Rick Barry and I do, by the way, for the holidays. Uh, it's it's a Strive for Five shirt with Clay holding up five fingers. Um, I'll pump that out or I'll, I'll promote that later. But um, yeah, the bench was absolutely incredible. Uh, Gary Payne, the second, just reading off his stat line real fast, four for six from the field. Um, he made one three, which was from the elbow, not from his traditional corner. Uh, but again, his tenacity out there defensively, especially he causes so much havoc with those hands, always being in the right place at the right time. Dude scored nine points tonight, uh, was a plus nine. And then Moses Moody, who statistically didn't have the greatest game, but you see how much Steve Kerr trusts them. You see how much faith uh, Coach Kerr has in Moses Moody. And when you see Moody, when you see Kaminga, when you see these two rookies on the bench who aren't even playing, they've only played in one game so far, not only is the present looking damn good for this Warriors team, but talk about the future. I mean, when Stephen Curry is 38-39, still going, I see it, um, he's going to be surrounded by all these guys. These guys are going to be the ones propping him up maybe even carrying the load. Uh, and so Moses Moody was, again, finishing the game offensively. That says a lot. Uh, you, who's playing at the end of the game always reveals who the coach trusts the most. And for Steve Kerr to be branching out in terms of who he trusts beyond just his traditional starting five, and we're seeing Moody at the end of, end of games, Gary Payne the second at the end of games, uh, Jonathan Kaminga at the end of games. This is huge. Um, and Moody tonight, eight points, was three for seven from the field, two for five from beyond the arc. He's turned into a fabulous three-point shooter. Uh, just had one rebound, had two assists, um, and had a steal as well. So the bench was just incredible. Um, let's see what's going on in the chat. I want to see what people are, are talking about. Um, I, I'm, and I'm sorry, when I'm doing a, sh a solo show like this and when it's blowing up like this on a night, I, I'm sorry if I miss your chat uh, post. Uh, the chat is just literally blowing up right now. And it is not easy. By the way, Laura, Strive for Five, you came up with that. I'm going to send you a free shirt if we do, in fact, release those, okay? That is that is how I, I will reward you for that and then some because you did post that on social media. I absolutely stole that from you. And if you want more, we can have a discussion later on. Um, but again, yeah, GP2, one of a kind, D, you are absolutely correct. Um, by the way, and dude, the love is right back at you, Josh Bonds. It's a little too early in the season for uh, games that can induce a heart attack. Um, we're still, we're, it's November 3rd. 
I mean, I'm going ape feces. I, I wish I could say the other word, but this is a family-friendly program. But yeah, Draymond, give me a heart attack. That was a little too stressful, dude. Can you please ease up on the drama? But nonetheless, they won. What a game. Um, and Bruce Morrow, look, the Seattle shirt, there's no NBA team in Seattle. Please don't take that. Uh, don't misread anything. I, I have a lot of family connections from Seattle. My stepdad, rest in peace, passed away a year ago, was from Seattle. This is who gave me the shirt. So, uh, you know, the Seattle thing, again, there's no NBA team there. When the Sonics do play there, I will stop wearing Seattle clothes. I promise. Um, we're going to have a lot more to discuss. Uh, hopefully some sound will come in so we can hear from either Coach Kerr or from some of the players uh, on this exciting win tonight. The Golden State Warriors now 1-0 and in the in-season tournament. Uh, again, the winning team, I have no idea if the extra incentive for either of these teams, you saw a hustle uh, type effort for both teams tonight. They treated this like a playoff game. And I don't know if that 500K had anything to do with it, but regardless, the Golden State Warriors off to a great start uh, in the in-season tournament. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just a giddy night. What a way to start the weekend. Uh, our second sponsor for this evening is FanDuel, the official sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. I have no idea what the line was for tonight's game. Did not ha have time to look that up. Um, I would guess that maybe the Warriors were favored. I don't know. I have actually, If someone in the chat can tell me, I'm curious to know who is favored in this game tonight. I'm sure the line was very close. But besides betting on the Warriors, besides betting on the in-season tournament, you can also score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. The Niners have the bye week. So for you Bay Area folks out there, I have no idea what you're going to be watching this weekend. But regardless, have some fun with FanDuel if you can. As Kevin Dana once suggested brilliantly on this program, VPN could be your friend for FanDuel. Right now, new customers of FanDuel get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. What that means is with a money line bet, that means a bet place where there is no spread. And the easiest way to get that $150 is to place a $5 money line bet on an obvious one-sided bet right so so think of whoever the, the uh, powerhouse team this weekend in the, in the nfl or in the nba if there's any matchup where a dominant team is playing a weak team bet the money line on that dominant team and you will get 150 dollars in bonus bets if you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action because again all you got to do is place a five dollar money line bet and you get $150 put into your account if your team wins. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NBA and the NFL. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. Again, for the everydayers, we're back at it Sunday. Warriors and Cavaliers post game. Tune in. Um, I don't know if I'll be solo. I might actually get Janelle Moore on the program. I can't remember if if, uh, if she's available on Sunday nights, uh, so I might reach out to her. But regardless, uh, you can follow the program on Twitter at Locked On Dubs and follow me on Threads at Dog Wild. Dylan Verano writes: uh, So happy to see Moody and Kaminga being utilized in the clutch wholeheartedly agree with you uh samantha chan uh, jumping into the chat writing you're from borke of the philippines can you please update if javante green is a lock for the 14th spot no uh you never know but my understanding with javante green is that he is uh going to be spending time in santa cruz um and you're, you're correct that november 6th 
is the date uh, that the Warriors need to fill that 14th roster spot. I don't have an inkling as to what they're going to do with that. It wouldn't surprise me if Rudy Gay uh, got that job. It wouldn't surprise me if a player like Lester Quinones was promoted uh, and given a guaranteed deal. I have no idea right now, uh, but we'll find out very soon. Um, Ken Mamba, great call. Got to give credit to Gary Payne the seconds underrated. I don't know if you can say it's underrated anymore. I mean, he's, he's finishing games for the Warriors now, but regardless, a phenomenal defensive performance uh, for OKC and two Badger too. You are correct. That is lucky that, uh, that Josh Giddy touched that net, but also, I mean, look, Draymond Green should have never touched that rim. I mean, take both those away and Stephen Curry hit a clean game winner. I, I don't want to take anything away from Stephen Curry's greatness. And let, let's talk about, let's talk about Stephen Curry tonight, because I mean, he is uh, a player that I've said time and time and again, if the Warriors win their fifth title in 10 years, he will be on the Mount Rushmore of all-time greats. He will be on that mountain among the top four all-time players with Michael Jordan, with uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, maybe LeBron. You can have a nice, healthy debate about who the fourth player will be. But right now, I will confidently say, I'll dedicate multiple shows to this, to have this argument, that if the Warriors win a fifth title this year and Steph gets that fifth ring, he's on Mount Rushmore. It's him, it's Jordan, it's Kareem, and then let's have a debate about the fourth one. Steph is easily in. That's what's at stake this year, folks. And, and that's why I, I am personally really emphatic about the Warriors pursuing that fifth title. Stephen Curry tonight, you got to love as well how low his minutes are, relatively speaking. What I mean by that is this bench is helping preserve energy for these older veterans. Um, you look at the minutes. Sharich played 20 minutes. Kaminga played 22 Chris Paul at 38 years of age played 28. GP2 played 22. Moses Moody played 17 and a half. And this allows a player like Stephen Curry, who normally in a game like this, you'll see him play 34 minutes, 36 minutes, 38 minutes. You know what he played tonight? He played 31. That means he's staying fresh. I don't know if you were paying attention early in the game, but Steve Kerr pulled, or at least started pulling most of his starters at the six-minute mark. Uh, he's been doing this. He's been going earlier and earlier uh, against the Kings. He did it at approximately the four-minute mark. Uh, and, and he's doing this so that he can preserve his starters and save them for the end of the game. Stephen Curry came back into this game at approximately the eight-minute and change mark. And despite that, despite the fact that he played the, the vast majority of the fourth quarter, he only logged 31 minutes. That is such a beautiful thing to see. Stephen Curry tonight, 9 of 15 from the field, 5 of 10 from beyond the arc, a perfect 7 of 7 from the free throw line. He entered tonight's game shooting 93.1% from uh, from the free throw line. So that number just went up, and 93.1 is, is massively uh, solid. Stephen Curry grabbed 8 rebounds tonight. Grabbed seven assists tonight. He is clearly your player of the game. Was a plus five and the plus minus. Finished the game with 30 points. The final two points, of course, being the most important. They were a damn game winner. Uh, Raceland Majeri, and I, I've noticed a few people in the chat writing this, uh, referencing Trace Jackson Davis. I am with you. Uh, it would be nice to see Trace Jackson Davis getting some minutes. Uh, Dario Saric, as good he is, as he was offensively, um, and he was absolutely fantastic on the offensive side. Uh, I'll read his stat line as well. Dario Saric played uh, just shy of 20 minutes, 19 minutes and 45 seconds. He was six of nine from the field. He was four for seven from beyond the arc. He was wide open for almost all of those seven three-point attempts. And they were finding him and he was paying 
uh, the OKC Thunder for their lax defense on them. Uh, Dario Saric finished this game with a season high, a Warriors high, 20 points, added six rebounds, three assists, um, didn't have any block shots. So that's largely why we did not see uh, Trace Jackson Davis play tonight. Uh, Sharj can be a defensive liability, uh, and, and you saw that tonight. Okay, see, the reason why they shot so damn well tonight, they shot above 60%, and that number was even higher entering the fourth quarter. It was largely because I, I, loved, I, I love the Sharj edition, but he can be a bit of a liability defensively. And I was thinking to myself the same thing as you. Trace Jackson Davis would be an improvement defensively crashing the glass but Sharich stretches the floor offensively. Now, you could ask the question, why didn't uh, Steve Kerr have a Twin Tower lineup out there, right? Having Sharich and Trace Jackson Davis. That could be an interesting question that uh, maybe someone could ask Kerr in a post-game presser. But regardless, yes, traveling Urquidez, what a game. And, and Roberti, uh, Mal, I agree with you. Trace Jackson Davis um, would have blocked some, some shots tonight. But Super Dario to the rescue. Um, I still feel awful uh, weeks ago saying he was Serbian. He is actually Croatian. Uh, my sincere, sincerest apologies to anyone who was offended by my mental lapse there. But yes, tra traveling Urquidez, what a game. What a game. What a hell of a game. I, I Look, go into the weekend bubbling, folks. Go into the weekend being ecstatic, folks. Uh, oh, Fourth Rock. I actually did not know this. Trace Jackson Davis was in Santa Cruz tonight. I didn't know the G League started. Is that correct? Could someone confirm that? I, yeah, a couple people are saying that. So there you go. I guess he was getting minutes there. Um, seven vinyl sweet writing. When is Kerr going to allow Usman to play? Great question. Uh, Steve Kerr sees Usman as a very young player, uh, someone who needs a lot of development. Although he, I don't know if he was in Santa Cruz, so I have no idea. Um, but I would like to see him play at some point. But look, they, they won. Um, yeah, Joseph Tran, you're absolutely right. OKC shot 60% and lost this game. Um, so this was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, love this team. You're absolutely right. Zup. Um, Michael Wells bringing up a great point in the chat that Chris Paul is coaching from the floor. Uh, he His floor leadership. We've heard this from Charles Barkley for years, right? It's turned into a, a bit on inside uh, the NBA and TNT that Charles Barkley calls Chris Paul the greatest leader in the game, right? But you're kind of seeing why there is a, a lot of truth to that adage. He, I mean, he, what I saw that was most effective was him coaching up Kaminga. Um, and Kaminga has referenced uh, Chris Paul as being a mentor. I'm totally with you. Uh, Richard Roke, I like turtles too. I like turtles. Um, let me see if there's anything else in the chat. Chris from New Zealand suggesting Gary Payne II as defensive player of the year. Got to be in the discussion, right? I mean, it, he is as close as you can ever be. Uh, to a lockdown defender in this game. He is at a level that very few other players have reached. Like, he reminds me of Bruce Bowen, a little bit smaller, but that elite level of defense where if he's on you, he's just going to cause havoc. He's going to cause problems. So um, I'm absolutely with you on that. Great to see, again, uh, Draymond Green uh, is slowly regaining his rhythm. Um, this was just an absolutely fantastic game tonight. Yeah, Andre, I don't think there's enough words uh, to compliment Gary Payne II. Rebel the Sounds, great call on the Stephen Curry alley-oop to Gary Payne II. The GP2 is legit. Um, I mean, we might be looking to that trade last year uh, between for where the, the team traded Wiseman for Gary Payne II as maybe being the difference. If the Warriors do, in fact, pull this off and win a fifth title in 10 years, that could have been the absolute difference. It really could. We'll find out. But um, it's your yeah. So, anyways, uh, and Dos Dos Boy, thank you so much for being a fan from Australia. I love everyone in the international community. Um, yeah, that's it. 
Have a great weekend. I, I don't know what else to really say tonight. I'm giddy. I'm guessing all of you folks who are members of Dub Nation are giddy. Have a wonderful weekend. The Warriors pull it off. We're back at this Sunday night. The Warriors are traveling to Cleveland to take on Donovan Mitchell and the Cavaliers. But until then, have an awesome night. Let me check out the chat one more time, see if anyone else uh, uh, has anything I should have adjusted to. No. And JoJo, I think you said it best tonight. The best way to wrap up the show is with a simple night-night!